0: Fully Loaded, the Fully Loaded Show. Welcome to the Fully Loaded Show with your hosts, J.C. Cornell and Paige DeMarco. It is NFC Championship Week, gentlemen. Welcome in J.C. Cornell, shoe behind the producer, Mike. Feels pretty good guys. You got it. You got to be feeling pretty good. I'll, I'll I'll let you, you know, gloat a little bit here, JC, because you know, new Orleans was talking that talk coming into this game and all year long, they were eating W's. They were talking and I warned new Orleans back when they won. I said, you better hope you don't meet them in the playoffs because if you lose, that's all anybody's going to remember. And sure enough, not only the, not only did the bucks win, but they won handedly and sent Drew Brees on his merry way.
1: Oh, I mean, the game started. Marshawn Lattimore was already calling uh, himself Mike Evans' father, and he was doing the baby stuff. And there was trash talk all game long. But, I mean, what matters was Tom Brady took care of business. And I I can't say enough about Devin White. Devin White is so fun to watch. I predicted the pick six about ten seconds before there was an interception by Devin White, so I was almost close on one of my uh, Twitter predictions. But what a game. What a feeling as a Buccaneers fan to just get these W's in the playoffs. It's unheard of for us. Like, and right now it's like, I almost, I'm like, I expect to win right now. It's because Tom Brady's the quarterback. And and this is coming from, you know, a guy who's followed a miserable franchise, except for 2002. And now I'm like sitting here watching the games. I'm like expecting to win because Tom Brady's the quarterback and that's just what he does to franchises.
0: It's funny how that happens so quickly, right? How the fan base goes from like, it's a buck's life to. Uh, we're in the NFC championship game, right. Where the, the fan base is now in a, in a totally like, we don't know how to act. You're already there. You're already like, nah, it's Tom. Like I know what to mm-hmm. expect because you've watched Tom for, for a long time, Chris, you had to endure the Tom Brady effect for a very long time in New York. What do you, what do you say to, you know, everybody that's kind of watching this and, and looking at Tom and going, you know, it's, it's business as usual. Doesn't matter to the team, doesn't matter to the coach. I, I think that means a lot for Tom Brady's legacy that he is now in this point without Belichick.
2: Listen, if at this point, and we've gone through this now for a whole season in, in, in Tampa, but even before this, at the last couple of years in New England, if you're going to start to doubt Tom Brady, uh, log off the internet just go find a new hobby like football's not for you I'm sorry it's just not like just you know what I would rather in in media we have takes all the time and sometimes we just have some really bad ones me included right I have some just awful takes you know what I'm gonna go down with the take that Tom Brady is good right I'm, I'm just gonna go down with I'm not gonna be the guy that goes you know what this is the year that Tom Brady falls off I'm not gonna be that guy because it was Trent yeah. Dilfer about six years ago on Monday Night Football who said the Patriots were never gonna win another championship and I believe oh, they man. won two or three since that point okay so that's not gonna be i me not gonna be me. I'm not going to be that guy. So you know what? Until Tom Brady retires and he says, I'm going to go do something else. You know what? Tom Brady's one of the, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We'll just move on.
0: Yeah. It's um, it's not debatable to me. I just think, uh, you know, what happens in sports and we do this across the board is when, People are great, and when they're great for a really long time, we look for reasons to poke them and tell them that they're not great anymore because people just start to, whether it's jealousy or whatever it is that exists across all of sports, right? People love the Warriors, and they hate the Warriors. They love the Bulls, and they hate the Bulls. They love Alabama, and they hate Alabama. Anytime a team or an individual is good for a really, really long time, people start to pick apart who they are, and and then they root against them. Tom's in a unique spot now because he's away from the evil empire He went to a place that is not the evil empire. He went to an organization that hasn't gotten a lot of love that hasn't been a long standing winning franchise. And to me, as much as everything he did in new England was obviously so impressive, the fact that he was able to come here and make not only this organization relevant, but put them in this position in a year where didn't have training camp, didn't play any preseason didn't have any time to actually mesh. That's what's the most impressive to me, JC. And I know you can speak to that because you're obviously, you grew up, you've watched this Bucks franchise. I mean, have you ever had a time where you had this many primetime games? I mean, this much emphasis on your team in general in the national media?
1: No, never, never, ever. And I wanted to go back to like Tom Brady, like being so successful with the Buccaneers. We knew what he did in New England. A lot of things needed to click for this to work. And that had to do with the offensive line, right? We had a question mark in Donovan Smith. We have a brand new rookie right tackle. This is crazy to say, but Tristan Wirfs is arguably the best right tackle in the entire NFL. And then Donovan Smith, the past, two months has played out of his mind as well and that's something we'll talk about later in this podcast hopefully weeks from now when we're talking offseason what they do at that left tuckle spot moving forward with his cast base becoming free um but it's just unbelievable how they hit on the draft they got a kid winfield jr who's playing like bruce said he thought he should have been the defensive rookie of the year you got tristan wirfs who very well could be like an offensive rookie of the year it's just amazing how everything clicked this year with this team and it's just so fun to watch
0: Yeah, everything clicked and everything clicked in a year where they had every opportunity and every excuse for it not to because of the way that things kind of played out.
2: It also clicked at the right time, right? I mean, let's mm-hmm. let's just call a spade a spade, right? This team at the beginning of the year had warts. We talked about it on this show week in and week out. They did not play well in week one against New England. They did not play well in that Thursday night game uh, against the Bears. They did not play well Sunday night against the Saints in week nine. Like, there were warts on this team of, are they going to be consistent enough when it matters most? And yes, I think they got a favorable schedule late to allow them to ramp up. They played some teams that weren't the, the Saints, the Packers. The, they didn't play those teams. Teams early on in the season they ramped up but let, I mean, let's be fair like this team didn't play well in the early part of the season and made us a little concerned they are clicking at the right time and as we have seen we've seen the giants win two super bowls this way if you get hot when the playoffs start you are unbeatable it, it is a train that just rolls through now i don't think it's going to completely roll through lambeau field in green bay but there are times where if you are playing well and everything is clicking you, you feel like jc feels where you feel confident going into this game where you're like yeah i, I think we can win this game that's what happens happens when you click at the right time, that's what this team is doing.
0: You should never doubt a team that's led by Tom Brady. You just can't. You you can't leave you cannot go into a game in the postseason and feel like you're out of it with the pedigree and the the entirety of his career, you're always in it. And this is arguably one of the better defenses he's ever had. He's got tons of offensive weapons. He's got more health now with some of these guys, This offensive line is gelling. And like Chris said, when you heat up at the right time, a lot of that matters, that momentum that you can carry into the postseason that we saw go to new Orleans and win that game. And that was such a crucial moment for that organization to knock out big brother, to just give him one big punch to the face and it's over. Right. And that, that matters because this or that saints organization without drew breeze, good luck. You got a, a hell of a cap battle that you're dealing with. They got a lot of stuff that they're going to have to figure out over the next few years. It is not going to be the 15 years that they've had during this drew breeze time. So this, this could be the start of something really good for a Buccaneers fans. So I would be excited.
1: The reality is the Buccaneers might have shut down that Saints organization into a rebuild, maybe for years to come now, figuring out the quarterback situation, whether that's going to be Jameis Winston or not. But I did want to move forward to the Packers. I know we're going to talk later about this, but – Vita Vea is practicing and that was a surprise to all of us Vita Vea coming back in this defense he's like I've said the main chess piece that gets that pass rush to go he demands double teams that loosens things up for Shaq Barrett and JPP and and Indomican Sue and all I want to say is about the Packers game like I did this preview show with this the Wisconsin radio show there and I talked about the pass rush then if Indomican Sue and those guys can get rogers on his back and get him rattled again because that's what happened the first matchup they got him rattled and it all went downhill from there from the packers this key for the box is going to be to get Rodgers rattled in this game whether it's Devin white whether it's indomitian sue J- uh, jpp what we got to get him on the ground
0: yeah uh that obviously you know we're gonna watch and see what happens with vita vea but the fact that he was out there at practice was a huge surprise that was not something that anybody was anticipating going into this and Even if he doesn't match up this week, um, if they move on and they have two weeks until they play in a super bowl and he's healthy and can come back and play in that game, he is a massive game changer for this defense. This whole team will look significantly different because of what he brings on the field. He's impossible to replace. We talked about it when he went down. I mean, he's just, he is such a big crucial cog for that defense that Man, I I hope I some miracle. I like some miracle. You're gonna see him this this postseason because man, that would be. I I know he would be really excited to play in the postseason for obvious reasons. But before we get into the keys and we break everything down and we look at the lines, it's time for us to get a enemies of the pod update. Page, isn't that right, Chris? That's right. We got so we got the music. We got the bed going in the background. So JC. I know you've got some. It's very loud yeah, this week. I, Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, all right, that's fine. We're we're excited. We're amped up. It's mm-hmm. NFC Championship game. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, JC, who do you got? Who are you bringing to the table this week for Enemies of the Pop?
1: So I have two enemies. The first enemy is going to be Jameis Winston. The fact that he completed a pass for a touchdown against us. I mean, I was like, I wanted to run on the field. And then he was like, every player on the Saints was hugging him. In my mind, I was like, if we lose this game and Jameis Winston throws a touchdown, I am going to lose it. Like, I am going to not forget about this for a long, long, long time. But thank God that we uh, came back and won that game. And shut him up and God, he's so annoying. I can't I I I used I can't believe I used to be a fan of this guy because he just he, triggers me. I look he, at him and I'm immediately just triggered. You're upset. Um, you're upset. I'm upset. He, I get upset.
0: Yeah, yeah it's fine. Um, it, it's fine because he, he on his way also made it to my enemy of, of the pod update because I'm also adding Jameis. So he's he's like the double doink of enemies, right? Yeah. This is this is that moment because unfortunately for Jameis. I'm sorry,
2: I'm sorry, Paige. Did you say is it? Yes. Did, 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 did you I say, did say double doink. I did. That, that's what yes, you said. So I had to it's cut the do- music. I wanted to make sure you said yeah, I heard you properly. Yes.
0: Yes. You did hear me properly. Okay, it's a I'll double doink back. of the, oh, of man. the enemy of the pod. And he is on this list, not only for his moment in the sun, which lasted it's over. Okay. The, I'm going to eat a W in the regular season for not actually helping your team win. Okay. So that was your moment that happened back in November. But then it, you know, it fueled the fire. The old Bucks, the Bucks defense knew what Jameis did. They remembered it. It was bulletin board material. So, really, I should be thanking Jameis, but Jameis, you are an enemy of the pod because you trolled me as a. As a Buccaneers follower and a Bears fan, it was the worst sense of a troll because you used a Bears play that failed in the postseason the week prior when when Javon Mims dropped a wide-open pass, okay, and they completed it for a touchdown. I saw it happen. Jamie Eisner, of course, because he lives to troll me, sent the video and goes, look, it's the same play. I was like, yeah, I can see. It's the same play, okay? So Jameis is number one enemy of the pod. I don't think he's ever going to move off. He is on our Mount no, Rushmore. Never. He's always gonna live there. He's just he's, he's always gonna be playing the there.
1: XFL, and he's still gonna be an enemy of the pond. Yep. Chris, do you have the audio? That yeah. We need? Let, let me. Let's cut the the bad music here because this is what we're gonna need to really
2: play this here. So do you you
1: want to set it up or you just want to play and then react to it? However
2: you'd like to do it, we can do
1: it. So we uh, we all know Steve Smith. If you're a Bucks fan, talked a lot of smack, and we're gonna play it right here. Let's let's hear it. Just gonna make the statement. When the playoffs come.
2: The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will go get ran. They're going to get routed. And
1: I know I probably shouldn't say, this is going to be a good old-fashioned ass whooping, I believe. (laughs) I don't believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be showing up like they did against the Detroit Lions in the playoffs. Yeah, Steve Smith, and he he responded to this after the Bucks won and and now picked them to win against the Packers. It's just a bad look. You know, the guy spent a lot of time. It's basically his whole career in Carolina. Obviously, he has a lot of bad blood with the Buccaneers. But, you know, when you come out and say that, and especially when you're watching it live as a Bucks fan, watching this guy just trash them saying, these wins against the Lions don't count. Come on, bro. You're enemy of the pod. Come on.
0: Enemy of the pod? And Steve, you're going to have to answer for that, pal. Because I'm gonna be on your podcast here soon, and I'm I'm gonna behind the scenes, Shub. I'm gonna have you send that audio to his producer so sure. we can uh, make sure that he has to answer for that for that quote. Because nothing will make me happier, right? If the if the Bucks go on, they win this game against Green Bay, and then they win a Super Bowl, and then I can be ultimate petty page and bring that up to him post Super Bowl because. Either way, it's a horrible take, okay? And you should apologize to Bucks fans because not only did they not get their ass whooped, but they've won two playoff games in a row. So it seems it seemed a little personal, right? JC mentioned it. He's a Carolina guy. We get it. But, you know, now you're on NFL Network, so you got to kind of push that stuff to the side and be able to look at it objectively and say... Homer takes. You know,
1: They're Homer takes.
0: It's a Homer take. It's a Homer take for sure.
2: Well, can I share with you, because we had a pre-show uh, meeting discussion about this, and, and, and I said it to you guys that... This is a very, it would have been very reasonable for Steve Smith to go on the NFL network and say, listen, guys, look at the back half of this schedule. The, the Bucs haven't really played a lot of top tier talent. Nobody that they're going to see in the postseason. They struggled against teams that are in the postseason this year. Their only win coming against green Bay. They lost to the bears on Thursday night. The saints beat them twice, b- destroyed them on thir- on Sunday night football in week nine. I'm just not so sold on this team that I'm going to pick against them. That's a very reasonable, rational take that you could go on the NFL network and say, and I'd be like, Oh, okay, okay, Steve, we respectfully disagree, but that's a fair take. But it's when it's when you just go over the top, right? When you just, you're like, oh, I don't think it's going to be close. They're going to, you know, they're going, what did he say? Going to be an ass whooping? Like it's when you, it's just when you go over the top a little bit too much, you now set yourself up to be an enemy of the pod. You put yourself in these situations.
0: Yeah, this is really a lesson, right? This is a lesson for everybody about not becoming an enemy of the pod and the way that you do that, which you, ne- you never want to be an enemy, okay? You want to be a friend of the pod. You don't want to be an enemy of the pod. Just don't say stupid shit, okay? Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. that's really the the message overall is just don't say stuff that you're going to have to turn around and answer for. Because it's, I, can, I can tell you, one of JC or I will see it. I can assure oh, yeah. you of that. So it's not going to go unnoticed. We will find it, and we will bring it up, and you will end up as an enemy of the pod. But, Chris, it is now time. Chris and JC, it's now time for us to move on. We have to oh, talk. We wait, have to break well, these two games down. So we'll, I don't get we'll an get enemy the- of
2: the pod. Go ahead. Oh, you have an enemy of the pod? Well, I mean, of course I do. I always do. I, I just, I didn't oh, get an opportunity to on. bring it on here New York. What you it, got? It, it's uh, it's Jets fans, right? Jets fans are my enemy of the pod this week. And, and it's because the New York Jets subreddit has gone a little crazy. We've gone a little overborne We've become uh Reddit and Twitter detectives. And we're trying to decipher every little thing that Deshaun Watson is doing and what, what tweets are being liked by Alan Robinson and what tweets are being liked by Deshaun Watson, because now we've we've drummed up this scenario in our head where the New York Jets. I will repeat again, the New York Jets who have nothing nice ever go right for them ever are now all of a sudden going to end up with Deshaun Watson and Allen Robinson, because that's something that happens to the Jets. So Jets fans, just please, I I, want to take you off this list, but just calm down. Can we relax for five minutes? We got a great head coach. We had a great introductory press conference today. Can we just start small? Can we just take baby steps, please? Before we're taking over New York, Deshaun Watson's our quarterback. He's throwing to Allen Robinson. Somehow we're going to keep both picks in whatever trades are being come up are being you know being formulated oh, well. in the in the jet subreddit. So at number two we'll probably have Penny Sewell playing right tackle for us uh, somehow, some way. Can we just relax for just five minutes? Just it's a great, it's a great uh Thursday. Let's just one day at a time.
1: One day at a time. Listen. You know, this, this- kind of shows Paige, yeah, this GC. is what this is this is old Bucks fan stuff right here. This is the old days of the like last year, the year before, the year before that. Mm-hmm. This is us. We're like the Reddit police. We're looking for any sniff of who's gonna sign. I feel bad. I feel bad because I'm sitting Wait. on top.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a nice time. Listen, I'm in purgatory as a bears fan. We don't exist on the Reddit thread and we don't exist up top. We're just stuck in the middle, which is arguably worse. And Chris, you're down in this place where you got to cut your New Yorkers a little, a little slack, right? They've They've been cooped up at home a little bit too long. Right. They're looking for something to do. And this is the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. And whether or not it happens or not, you know, I, I don't really, I'm like you, I don't really trust New York to get something like this done, but, I understand they're just looking, they're desperate, right? They're just desperate for something positive positive. and listen, they're fueling to their, to their point, the Sean's fueling the fire here. So it's not like this is coming out of nowhere. So, well, I hope for, I hope for your sake, uh, because I'm petty, as we know, I hope he ends up in New York because then, uh, we will see a absolute meltdown from Kyle Krabs on a draft dudes podcast and it will be absolutely fantastic, but time to move on. Now we will kick things off by talking about the game. That is not the Buccaneers game. We will talk about the Buffalo bills and Kansas city chiefs game first. So both games, exact same spread right now on betonline.ag Kansas city minus three at home against Buffalo. We obviously know Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. The line assumes obviously that Patrick Mahomes is playing in this football game. I do not anticipate that he is not going to play in this football game. JC, how do you see this one going? Because obviously Buffalo coming in with a little momentum, but Kansas City's Kansas City, and they're kind of the big dog that they got to get pushed off the hill. Uh, can Josh Allen and the Mafia, can they take care of it?
1: I mean, I think this is going to be a close game. I think close to – actually, the spread's plus three. People think it's going to be a close game. But, you know, I saw, I've been watching Buffalo, and all I can ever think about and when I'm watching them is that they look like a Super Bowl team. They really do. They have the good defense. They have Josh Allen, this like gritty quarterback that just can get them wins. That being said, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes minus three in this game because he is so good and so talented. Hopefully he's over the concussion. I know he practiced, so I'm going to be taking the chiefs.
0: Okay. You're taking the chiefs. I I'm going to go the other way. I've, I've been, I've been going back and forth on this all week long and I
2: page. Nope. The train's got to leave the station, baby. We are leaving the station. (laughs) station. Bill's mafia.
0: (laughs) I've been going back and forth and I just, people keep waiting for this chiefs team to be the team that we saw at the end of last year and against Baltimore this year. And they just haven't been that team. And if they're not that team, they won't beat this Buffalo team. Right. And I understand it's a little bit of a hot take. I'm riding the hype train, but I believe in this Buffalo team and I believe in Josh Allen. And I think he's going to be prepared. And I think the fact that Mahomes was a little bit banged up, not only the concussion, but you saw him pull up a little turf toe, probably that they're not really talking about, but it definitely hindered him for the back half of that game. I think it's enough to make a difference. And this Kansas City defense hasn't been great. So I expect fireworks. I expect it to be a close game, but I think three points is enough for me to go, you know what? Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs, give it to me. They I'll take the three points, right? I think they win too, but give me the three points. Give me plus three for Buffalo here. Chris, you're, you're driving the hype train with me.
2: Uh, Absolutely. And I don't really, I don't really think it's that much of a hype train. I play the sounder because it's fun. I don't think it's a hot take to say that you think the team that's been playing better is going to win this game on Sunday. I really don't. And I think objectively, when you look at the way the chiefs finished the season and we'll just, I'll look at a gambling metric. They didn't cover a spread the rest down the stretch. Like in their last nine games, they struggled. They didn't pull away from teams, right? They, they, and I know the Mahomes injury changed things, but they let the Browns hang around in that game to where an injury like that almost let the Browns win the football game. They weren't running away with that game either. They haven't done that all year yet. The bills, after their early season struggles in which they didn't look great against this Kansas City team, they didn't play Tennessee very well, they have turned things around. They played better late. Josh Allen is a legitimate MVP candidate. Their defense has played very well. The Bills, I think, are playing better football right now. So I don't think it's that large of a stretch to say the Bills win this football game. I'm with you. I'm taking them to win this game on Sunday.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It feels so strange to, pull, to, to think that the Bills because they've just been such a irrelevant team for such a long time. But this is not that team, and they've built it slowly but surely over the last few years, and they've gotten themselves to this point. And I just have a feeling, man. I have a feeling, and I'm, of course, because both Chris and I picked it, it's probably going to be the Chiefs, and JC's going to come back next week and be like, told you so, which is fine. That's okay. I, I will not feel bad about that one. Now, the big game that we obviously have to get into, the Bucks. Going to Green Bay, Green Bay is the standard three-point favorite at home. Um, before we pick and give a, a, a little analysis, J.C., I'd like you to give everybody your you know, your three keys to the game as they walk into Lambeau mm-hmm. Field and play the most efficient offense in the NFL. All
1: right, so my keys to the game, I said this one earlier, the Buccaneers defense needs to rattle Aaron Rodgers early like they did last time when they won, um, just getting him uncomfortable. Hopefully, Vita Vea can be a part of that uh my second take was or my second key to the game is carlton davis needs to shut down Devonte adams um he did a great job as we know on michael michael thomas i think he can do it again he's been playing so good all season and we need to keep that going and then my third key i didn't really have one so i was just gonna say tom brady needs to play like playoff tom uh and take care of business in the snow it could be a snow game like there's possible snow in the forecast he just needs to you know get those guys ready, get them, you know, give them what they need to hear experience-wise, and they all need to rise to the occasion. I think Devin White is going to have a monster game in the snow. That guy hits people so hard. It looks so painful when he hits people. It's going to hurt even more in the cold. So I'm excited that I'm, And you know, this this team, I, I feel it. I feel this one. I know this is going to be a victory.
0: Okay, you know this is going to be a victory. I'm going to let you pick your official pick after Chris and I go because you should end as the as the Bucks fan. You gotta you gotta go last here and give your your final thoughts. So, when I look at this game, I I, I understand painfully. I understand painfully what it means to go to Lambeau Field. I understand what Aaron Rodgers is. I understand all of that. But on the other side, what negates that is the fact that you're playing the greatest quarterback of all time who is not afraid. Okay. This whole snow thing, all this stuff he played in new England for two decades. Okay. This is not going to be a factor for this football game. I know that everybody wants to make it into a thing. It's not going to be a thing. Have you watched any of the highlights of the games that they played in new England, he will be fine. He will be just fine. Okay. And there this defense is going to show out. I, th- I expect, just like JC said, Devin White can have a huge game. But they're going to, if they're going to win this game, of which I'm going to pick them, I'm going to take them plus three and I'm going to take them to win this football game. The only way that that is happening is if they make Aaron Rodgers uncomfortable. The only way. Because if you give Rodgers time, he's not Drew Brees, okay? He's significantly better. If you give him time, he is going to pick you apart. And it does not matter if you shut down Devontae Adams because he's going to throw the ball to insert whomever. It does not matter. Robert Tunyon, right? These guys that nobody knows, Alan Lazard, these average to below average starting receivers or or tight ends in the NFL, it doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers can throw off one foot as he's trailing 60 yards downfield, okay, accurately. So you need to get in his face. You need to hit him and you need to hit him often because that is the only way that this guy gets uncomfortable and it's, it's been put on tape for 15 years almost, right? This is, this has always been the recipe to beat Raj and they did it enough, right? They did it. Even after they went down in Tampa, they were able to come back, get themselves in that game, even after green Bay got off to a hot start. So I don't think it's going to be one of those things where you're going to see green Bay get out to a start and then everybody's got to freak out. No, they can come back. They can get themselves in this game, just like they did against new Orleans. So I'm going to pick the bucks. I, I think they just, they are. I know everybody wants to make green Bay out to be the hot team. The, the hot team is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're the team that's coming in the cleanest. They're they're They have a better defense, which I think is going to matter in this game where the offenses can both score points. I know that they're, you know, I know all the statistics tell you that green Bay offensively is the most efficient. They also play the eighth easiest schedule. Okay. So it, it, I'm not saying it th- it's not great that they have, they have super offense like, obviously they're number one ever in every single category offensively, but they had a top 10 easiest schedule. So I, I bumped that down a little bit to how much, how much value I put into it. And I bump it down enough that I think defense is going to, is, is going to play a part. So I wonder, I'm, I'm riding with the bucks.
1: I wonder if Jamal Williams got a new microphone yet for his radio show.
0: Oh. That is on the bulletin board. Do not do not forget about Jamal Williams giving Tom Brady bulletin board material because Tom definitely did not forget. Chris, who are you picking?
2: Well, somebody's got to be the pro wrestling hero, the pro wrestling heel on this show, and I guess it will be Aww. me. Listen, I look at this game, and and I'm Paige. You know this. I have said this on on our fantasy show that we do that. When you win in the postseason and the and the the calendar changes to Monday, what happened on Sunday doesn't matter anymore. Right. You move on to the next week. It is win and move on. You don't dwell. You don't look back. And and to a large part, I still believe in that. I still believe in that here. But I think if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do what they did in the first quarter of that game against New Orleans, against the New Orleans Saints, where their special teams gave great field position to New Orleans, guess what? Aaron Rodgers is putting 14 points on the board, not six the way Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints did. That concerns me. Aaron Rodgers will take advantage of the opportunities that you give to him in a way that Drew Brees could not. And, and JC, I totally understand what you're saying, but Devontae Adams, you don't shut him down. You do not you do not do what you did to Michael Thomas. I think he gets his. He is going to be productive in this game. Michael Thomas has been banged up all year, and it is impossible to shut down Devontae Adams because, like Paige said, they just pull guys out of the stands to play wide receiver for them. And Devontae Adams still somehow they scheme him up to be able to, to, to get plays. I think this game is close. I think it's extremely competitive. I'm not buying into the snow game stuff. I'm not I, Listen, Brady is going to show up. He's going to play. I just think Aaron Rodgers and this Packer team do that little bit extra. And I think if if even there's a slight door that gets opened by the Bucs Aaron Rodgers and this team is going to walk right through so I will take Aaron Rodgers and I will lay the three points and you know what if the, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win this game on Thursday we can open up with the enemies of the pod music you can put me right up there on on the, enemies of the Pod. I am okay Perfect. with that but, but somebody had to do it so it'll be me
0: all right so I just JT. wanted to pick up
1: a quick quick stat here uh week six Buccaneers you know 38 to 10 over the Packers Devonte Adams was held to six for 61 which which isn't bad isn't bad for Carlton Davis?
0: Hmm. I, listen, I don't think you need to contain him. It's not even, you don't even need to shut him all the way out. If you contain Devontae Adams, which I would qualify as like six for 61, that's containing him. That's not a big game. Like he, he didn't, he didn't have a, a, a huge game in that game. So if you can, if you can, Carlton Davis can repeat that. And Devin white gets turnover Levante. Some of these guys, they get in his face. Vita plays and I'm like, give me, give me this victory. Like, give this to me. Right. Like I go from like, I'm pretty confident to like, I'm like, I'm very, very confident. Very like, and that. It's also, a, it's a huge difference.
1: Vita Vea playing then Dominican Su gets to play that, you know, smash mouth football because he's not taking the double teams anymore. And he's been playing by the way, out of his mind, that guy, he's 34 and he's playing peak football for, in his career.
0: Yeah. It's the difference is if Vita Vea plays, they're not running the football like at all. Like it's not Mm -hmm. happening like good. That's nice. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, but like they've been able to establish the run really nice, which has opened up things for Aaron Rodgers. If Vita Vea is playing, they're not running the football. Like that's it's, it's completely taken out of the game. So JC it's officially your time. It's, it's, it's the end of, uh, end of us making our picks. So you get to make your official pick. NFC championship game, Rogers, Brady, it's there's could not write a better script to get us to this point. So what's going to happen? Give us the official pick.
1: Uh, it's going to be Buccaneers money line. They're going to take care of business up there. Right. That's what I'm sticking with.
0: All right. I I, I did not envision that you were going to go against it, but I, I gave you the one last shot yeah. to, to take it to, to think about it again. Uh, Bucks money line. I figured as much. I think you guys know where I stand, obviously. And if Vita Vea plays, if that comes in, you better you better take that bucks plus three now, because that's that will that I'm I will be feeling really confident. You bet your ass, Chris is going to be an enemy of the pot. I'm 100% putting him on, and I'm probably going to make a fat head of him and put him up behind me so that he has to stare at his own ugly mug the whole time. Okay, and that, that's and, that's that's
2: a, and I, I accept what comes with this. Unlike Steve Smith, I accept the repercussions of my take.
0: See, that's. That's well done, Chris. Well done. All right. Final thoughts. NFC championship week. I couldn't, couldn't have given us in a strange, absolutely bizarre year for the, for everybody, but especially in sports, the fact that we were able to get an entire season in and it led us to this, it led us to Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I just feel so lucky as a football fan, man. Like I just feel so lucky as a football fan. So final thoughts, JC, you first.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's nerve-wracking. I mean, the anxiety is kicking in right now as we're talking about it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a rough couple of days. I'm gonna be very nervous, but you know, they're gonna have to just play a really, really solid football game. You know, Chris had some really good points. And, you know, Tom Brady's gonna have to be Tom Brady. They're gonna have to run the ball. Ronald Jones is gonna be healthy. Hopefully, Leonard Fournette's gonna be catching out of the backfield um Mike Evans Antonio Brown I'm just let's go yep. Antonio Brown's knee is okay so I mean they just got to be full throttle and and I trust right now there's something about that Devin White that just like makes you smile like his smile is contagious but just the way he plays the trash he talks and backs up the trash I mean he is a game changer I think he will be a game changer in this one I think are my final thoughts
0: I love that I think there is an opportunity for Devin white, the way he's playing and the way he's played throughout this postseason, to be super bowl MVP, Devin white. Like that's, that's how, that's how strongly I feel about the type of the type of difference he has made for this football team, especially when you watch what it looked like without him in the first matchup and how much of a difference it made in the second time around. Right. And they're playing new Orleans in, in, in new Orleans, just everything that he did in that game. So, I I echo JC's uh, thoughts there. And then mostly my final thoughts are just, I I think football fans just be thankful, man, be thankful, thankful that we got to this point. We've only got these two and one more after that. Uh, And then, and then this football season is capped off and uh, you know, kudos to the league for getting this all in and getting the protocols in so that we could get ourselves to this point so that we could enjoy watching JC be happy. Right. And enjoy my guy Bruce Arians and, and Jake having this moment uh after all the smack talk all year long from all the Dan Orlovskis and all these dudes on national media. Right. Dan's a friend.
1: Dan's a friend.
0: He, but he, like, it's like, oh, like, where are, you, where are line's coming from because i can assure you're not coming from tom and not coming from bruce so right as far as that
1: yeah definite enemy as far as like the fabricated oh yeah that's like dan's been a very positive bucks guy
0: oh yeah he's coming back around really quickly it's funny the tom brady moves the needle in new england so jake's jake's been on this for for a while he sniffed it out and uh yeah he's gonna let you hear about it i can assure you that chris final thoughts
2: final thoughts here are let me just make it clear i'm rooting for the Bucks and the Arians family page. You know, oh, we know. how much we know. Uh, I love the Arians family. So I am rooting for them. But uh listen, it, do yourself a favor, guys. If you, if you want, if you want to just if you want to get hyped, if you want to you want to feel really just excited for this game, go watch Dan Campbell's introductory press conference in Detroit and just listen to some of this the, the coach speak and the phrases that Dan Campbell has, because that's going to be the internet gift that keeps on giving for the next couple of years. Because he says some things, man, that'll just like players are gonna want to run through the wall for that guy. But man, there are some things that I need like a dictionary to help me figure out what is going on in some of these some of these phrases that he has so yeah do yourself a favor go check that out today
0: yeah uh there's football guys and then there's that guy nice it's it's, yeah. it's it's a little it's there's there's this line and then there's where dan campbell By, is
1: biting so, kneecaps off and, the detroit
2: yeah. lions the detroit lions twitter account put out a picture of of his like office nameplate and says dan campbell and it says head coach and they photoshopped a little a little thing that also says the dude next to it so uh so oh, yeah the, the internet the internet's been fun with, with with this hiring there in detroit so it's been it's what been a then? good
0: time Listen, Detroit, enjoy, enjoy your moment, because we all know it's going to happen when the regular season kicks off again, you guys are going to be at the bottom of the NFC North again for the, you know, for the hundredth time in a row. So enjoy your, enjoy your off-season victories, Detroit. That's how this goes, Chris. So be careful, New York Jets fans, if you don't spend too much time getting excited about the off-season as your moral victory. JC, how can everybody follow you on, on, on social media?
1: You can find me at Cornell NFL. On Twitter and Johnny Cornelli on Instagram.
0: Chris, talking to me to follow you.
1: Follow me on Twitter at Shoe Radio, S-C-H-U Radio.
0: And you guys can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I on both Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that wherever you are, mostly uh, Google Podcasts, Apple. And then if you are on Spotify, the new feature hit the heart button so that you can get notified when we are uh, dropping a new episode. And as always, go Bucks.